0: Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Type 2 Fun, a podcast that cherishes the fun aspect of all the challenging stuff. Hi, this is Hiba, and I'm a medical graduate.
1: Hey, everyone. This is Fazan, and I'm a business professional.
0: So, Fazan, how was your week?
1: Uh, My week's been good. It's been a little hectic. I just feel like all the weeks have just started to blend in. in. Yeah, that's good. Like, every day just feels the same. From a work perspective, it was pretty, uh, pretty hectic. To tell you the truth, like, one of the days, I just, I was so tired, and I ended up just not even eating dinner and going straight to bed. It was like I was too exhausted to do anything.
0: Yeah, it happens when you get, like, so engrossed in a that everything else kind of just takes a backseat, and especially, uh, like, you know, high-measure things like relations, food, personal well-being just gets ignored in the realm of everyday hustle.
1: No, it makes sense, yeah, we... uh we get so busy with things right whether it's work or something else that we tend to forget uh, others so you know what how can we try and improve that right how can we try and improve our food habits and make it a priority
0: yeah that would be an interesting topic for today's discussion personally i think meal prep has really helped me and um, changed the way i consume food
1: let's discuss that so what is uh, what exactly is meal prep
0: Meal prep is basically that uh, you are planning your meals ahead of time and you're preparing them uh, ahead of time, like for a couple of uh, days.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And then how's that different from like traditional cooking?
0: So traditionally, when we think about preparing food, it's uh, usually cooked uh, fresh. Uh, so we take out fresh uh, ingredients out of our refrigerator or pantry and um, just cook it. However, the downside with um, the traditional way of cooking is that uh, on days that we are tired and exhausted, we just order from outside or just, uh, you know, dine outside. So the chances of eating outside or eating ready-to-eat food are much greater in the traditional, traditional way of side. Yeah. Okay.
1: And what did you think about implementing this method?
0: Yeah, earlier I used to cook uh, traditionally. But uh, as I got busy and uh, worked, Kind of get more intense, I noticed that the food I was preparing lacked enough quality, and uh, that was mainly because I was exhausted and not putting enough effort, so it lacked flavor and um, and that's the reason I decided to switch to meal prep and has mm-hmm. really helped me in a lot of uh, ways
1: okay
0: So, sozan what about you um uh, you meal prep as well right mm-hmm. so why did you decide to do meal prep?
1: I think one of the things why I the idea of meal prep in the beginning was mm-hmm. that, just like you, there's uh, you know I get busy and there's a lot of disorganization, right? When it comes to prepping food and there's a lot of wastage as well. But you know we'd uh, buy vegetables and that kind of stuff, but they would just sit in our fridge and eventually get bad, and we'd just be throwing them out, only because we'd be impulse eating or cooking and not buying based on a you know based on a plan or or based on a menu that was already decided beforehand. Right. So one of the key things one was we wanted to organize ourselves a little bit, but uh, also avoid wasting any food. Right. Yeah,
0: I agree. Meal planning has really helped uh, us to make quality meals with genuine love and effort, and manage the food resources as well. Sure. In your opinion, how has meal prep helped you personally?
1: I think the biggest and, thing and is.
0: And I also want to ask, like how. Uh, uh, it can help someone who is really looking out to uh, meal prep. Sure.
1: Uh, I think one of the biggest takeaways is uh, time, right? So the idea with the meal prep is you prep meals for a couple of days in advance. So that way you don't have to think about it or worry about it every single day. So I think it gives you back time, for one, right? You plan things out and then you just use them. You Basically, whenever you need to eat, you go and the meal that you've already prepped you take it and you eat it it's also budget friendly because um, when you start planning obviously then you can see what you need versus what you don't need and you, you when you go to groceries you're not impulse buying right you're, you're not impulsively buying extra stuff in the grocery store and you're eliminating the need to order takeout because at any given day you just too exhausted or you just don't want to cook so yeah it reduces the, all the anxiety and the stress and the panic of like you know what am i going to eat today? You yeah. do whatever you can on lunch while you're at work. but dinners, something you come back home to. Yeah, and from a finance perspective, that's not a good uh, habit to have. Right? Mm. If you're always eating all, out all the time, you're obviously it's hard to get all the nutritional values that you from your food. One and number two, your budget and your finances could start taking a meaningful
0: And I yeah. also think that uh, well, when, when you're prepping your meals, it's also like a good family time. Where the entire family can take part in preparing the meals gives a lot of uh, meaning to this activity.
1: Okay, what's your experience been with the meal
0: prep? So basically, I have noticed that when I am prepping the meals, uh, I am making more effort to make them more nutritionally balanced, as compared to earlier, I was just uh, eating whatever was there out on the uh, like out of the reach. So I think that has definitely helped me achieve more fitness, more energy and just like overall general uh, well-being. And when you think about it, it's also about implementation intention. So, yeah, it's a very interesting concept because uh, it says that when we make plans in advance regarding how and where we are going to execute our tasks in specific details, like when, how, where, and we're more likely to follow it and execute it. So that that's uh, and that can really apply into uh, meal prepping as well because uh, uh, it's just like we al we always say that we are going to eat vegetables and fruits but then we always put off this idea and grab the meat uh, and uh, like you know include the meat in our day every day to day dishes so I think. Um, If we have the, if we prepare our meals in advance and have those physical cues lying in our fridge, then we are more likely to follow and stick to our meal plans. And definitely it is going to help us on multiple levels, including just achieving more weight control, achieving more fitness and eating nutritionally well-balanced meals.
1: Right. So if I kind of, if I just condense the idea that you presented, it's more just if you plan and you have a set guidelines, right, within your plan, and not just, you know, one day you wake up and you say, oh, I'm going to start eating vegetables, you eat it for one day, and then that's it, you don't eat them again. I think another thing I was reading, there are some other studies around this method of consuming food, as it's more efficient and more effective, especially in Western countries. So I was reading this French study called Nutrinet Santé, it's a, basically a survey conducted where they analyzed, I think, around uh, 40,000 participants, give or take, and found that meal planners, they had, you know, lesser mental constraints about what they could because they had already planned. You know, they had a higher adherence to nutritional guidelines, which makes sense. They were able to incorporate oral food variety and, you know, lower their odds of being overweight, obese, and, you know, any of those diseases that could kind of correspond to your eating habits and this was all of this was compared against non-meal planners so i think that was interesting another study i was reading was by david crawford it was published in the public health uh, nutrition journal or magazine but it showed that people who plan meals had higher intake of fruits and vegetables as compared to non um,
0: Yeah, that's quite relatable. I can definitely relate to eating uh, more fruits and vegetables when I'm meal prepping.
1: So, from your experience, what challenges did you face when you first started meal prepping or even
0: now? So, uh, firstly, I think uh, when you're meal prepping, it does require a dedicated portion of any day. More likely, it is going to be weekend. So it does take up a portion of your weekend. So Mm -hmm. that's a big challenge. Uh, Another thing is that uh, when you are prepping weekly food, you don't know like what's going to happen the next week. And then there are some um, like unexpected invites or something. Then the food gets wasted. But it does not happen that frequently. But it's one of the challenges. Another thing is that, There are times when you get an impulse, and when you're just craving for a certain type of food, like for example, pasta or pizza, but you have cooked like lentil and uh, rice. Mm -hmm. So it is challenging to like suppress your craving and eat what you have on hand. But we also have to keep in mind that this type of um, uh, preparing, this type of way or to prepare food, might not be applicable to different people, like uh, those who have limited resources. And especially areas where there are where the weather is not permissible to store foods for a longer period of time.
1: Right. So you're you're more thinking along the lines of, you know, you've got electricity issues or that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's where you true. just can't hold on to food for a longer period of time. That makes sense. I think to your point about impulse eating, um, when you do plan and I've felt this too, I think you have to make a conscious effort, a mental effort to say, Okay, I prep for three to four days, I'm going to eat that. But maybe give yourself, you know, a day of cheat. One meal every, you know, three, four days. And that way, it, it kind of keeps your sanity in track. Okay. What does, I guess, somebody who wants to get started with a meal prep, what do they need?
0: So, first of all, I think the right mindset. I think that plays a very uh, strong role. And uh, a person should really have a solid answer to their why. Because it uh, provides clarity and also prevent rebound Uh, to their original or traditional habits. So that's one thing. Another thing is that um, a person needs uh, creative recipes for a weekly menu and willingness to uh, mix and match recipes from different cuisines to create your own recipes. And that creates variety in your weekly menu. Other than that, it's also important to stock up on airtight glass containers, glass lunch boxes, and just glass jars to store your food. It's preferable to avoid plastic containers because Mm -hmm. it has BPA, And when you're storing food for like two to three days or four days, then there's a chance that the BPA can uh, get into your food and Mm -hmm. uh, cause some health hazards. So that's the thing. Another thing is like uh, when you're storing food, you need a spacious and good refrigerator to keep your food fresh. And definitely, as we said earlier, we do need like a specified time in our weekly routine. Where we are, which is dedicated to prepping meals, makes sense. So, how do you bring a variation when you're prepping?
1: So, the, one of the points that you mentioned earlier was uh, trying out different cuisines, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to meal prep, there are a couple of staple items that are easy to make and easy to store. So, when I think off the top of my head, it's like you know a rice-based rice. Right? Rice you can cook in quantity and doesn't take a lot of effort, right? And you can store it for couple days and it'll be good same thing if i look on the meat side then there's you know chicken for example right and you can cook it in a decent size quantity and it doesn't take it won't take a lot of effort but the idea is uh, you you're gonna get bored if you're all you're doing is eating rice and like chicken rice and chicken and and that kind of stuff right or just eating four days of pasta straight yeah that's right so i think you need to kind of broaden your horizons Obviously, I'd say you start off with the basic dishes in the beginning just so you can see, okay, you know, how many portions you need, that kind of stuff. But, you know, after a week, two weeks, when you get comfortable with actually making in larger quantities and storing them and then eating them afterwards, then you can start to blend, uh, you know, recipes and that kind of stuff. And I think that's key for you to keep this habit for the long term.
0: That makes sense.
1: One thing I wanted to ask is you mentioned you were able to have a more nutritionally balanced diet maybe give out some examples of how you
0: do to have like nutritional balance in your diet in your meals you really have to bring in different uh, sources of uh, nutrition from like different food sources mm-hmm. so for example you can add protein in your meals from different protein sources such as uh, chicken or different variety of beans but if someone is vegetarian they can just use uh, beans or a variety of different um, lentils and uh, cook them in a variety of different spices and different styles to create mm-hmm. varying dishes for their entire week and you don't necessarily have to cook one type of uh, dish in large quantity. if you're making lentils then you can make uh, different styles of lentils mm-hmm. With like different spices and sauces and stuff, so it creates variety to your meals in the coming week, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's one thing uh another thing is that uh for morning, if you are preparing own b- bowls or just like pancakes or stuff, and for other days, we can just keep the substrates ready, like vegetable patties or meat patties or hummus or quick sandwiches so mm-hmm. so that ensures that you are having.
1: So, proteins, carbs, everything. Yeah, you're having enough uh,
0: nutrition in your diet through a variety of food sources. So, yeah, that's about it.
1: Okay. So, we talked about breakfast and we talked about dinner. What about lunches?
0: So, yeah, for lunch and quick snacks, uh, you can prepare salads and uh, uh, food bowls. And uh, they're going to be there in your fridge. And all you have to do is grab those bowls or uh, containers and eat it. So, everything is just going to be prepped. You just have to slightly put some dressing or anything and uh, it's almost ready to eat. So it's more likely that you're going to stick to it and uh, consume it more frequently.
1: Right. So I think the idea is you really want to do research and have a solid plan, right? Before you even start cooking, you want to know what does the menu look like? Not just for the first week, I'd say for the first two weeks. So that way you don't have to worry about it the next weekend when it comes around.
0: Okay, Fazan. So how do you actually get going and actually plan these meals? I think that's the main thing.
1: I think so. This is, this is one of those questions that will defer from, you know, household to household. I think the first idea is, you know, figure out who's in your household, who's actually willing to try this. So first, I think that's the first condition. Then the second one is if it, it's going to be multiple people that are starting this all together, then you want to get a sense of everybody's preferences. You know, not everybody has the same taste. So you want to have a menu that kind of caters to everyone that's going to be involved. Because if one person isn't, you know, catered to at least in whatever small portion of the overall meal, then they're gonna lose interest, and then that'll be ne- that might have negative consequences and impacts on the rest of the people who are trying the initiative. Yeah, I think that's key. And then you, you know, obviously like we discussed earlier, you decide on a menu, you figure out, you make sure that it's a balanced menu to the extent possible. Uh, with enough protein, carbohydrates, fats, and you know the basic nutrients like iron, calcium, and you don't have to be too sciencey about it. You just want to make sure you know you got a couple servings of vegetables, you got your protein, just very basic stuff.
0: Yeah, right. Nothing, nothing
1: too crazy, nothing too sciencey. So you wanna you wanna make the transition as simple as possible in the beginning, and then All add right. complexity later. And then, okay, so now you know what you want to eat. You mm-hmm. figured out your plan. Yeah. The next idea is to go out and buy everything that you need. So you plan out your groceries
0: and mm-hmm. then
1: uh, you only buy the stuff that you need and you're not buying any excess stuff that will go to waste.
0: Yeah, I think that waste. that is definitely going to help manage the food waste.
1: Oh, for sure. And once you've bought your groceries and like you said, pick a day, any day in the week, prep, uh, do your prepping and you know, multitask too, right?
0: So' done like how to make uh make the experience of meal prepping more fun and more productive,
1: yeah, so if you've got you know a couple of people that are doing this initiative, uh you can make it a family time kind of exercise, right so instead of you know you all sitting together and just watching a random t v show, you could all be you know cooking, you can put something on the t v you know whatever it is, a YouTube video or your travel vlog or an audiobook or something, or just put on music, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever whatever floats your boat is yeah. what I usually say. But, uh, make it a fun exercise. Give everybody tasks so that everybody's kind of doing something to accomplish the overall goal. That's I key. think it
0: can be a great time to unwind and relax and just enjoy. Yeah.
1: You know what? That brings me to my next point. What are some good resources for creative wrestlers?
0: Yeah, so basically, uh, there are multiple resources. I think uh, YouTube blogs and other like different cookbooks have like a, a variety of different recipes that caters to. Uh, different cuisines and different taste preferences. Mm-hmm. But personally, I enjoy recipes from Tasty, which is like a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I also enjoy um, recipes from different blogs, such as piping pot curry and uh, pickup limes. Yeah, these are some of my favorites.
1: Gotcha. No, I I like piping pot curry as well. They, the lady who runs the blog, she does a lot of instant pot recipes, which are great. If you've got an instant pot, you can just, you know, put all the ingredients in there start the instant pot and then you're free to do other stuff as compared to traditional cooking in like, you know, a normal walk or whatever, is, right? You kind of have to stand there and make sure that the food's getting cooked properly. And, you know, if there's any adjustments that, that need to be made, you make them on the spot. So you are kind of occupy it all the time with instant pot recipes that she's got on our blog you put everything in you set everything up and then you know you're free for half an hour or however long the food's cooking for so i think that yeah that's great
0: when you're cooking an instant pot it gives you more freedom as well Mm -hmm. so definitely you can multitask uh, and include some other chores with that so what are some of the key giveaway points that you would like to mention
1: I think the most important point out of everything that we discuss is intention and discipline. Mm-hmm. Those two things are key when it comes to meal prep. Because if you don't have intention or the discipline to stick to this, you will not stick. You will do try it maybe for a week and then you will go back to your habits. So you really got to make it a point and keep yourself accountable. The one good thing that I like about meal prep, right, within the first week of you prepped, You'd see that you know at nighttime you just have more time, more free time because you're not cooking for you know half an hour, forty five minutes, and then eating. You just go to the fridge, get your meal, eat, and there's your hour kind of free, right? And Where you, can, you
0: can pursue your hobbies or do yeah, you can do whatever, right? You can watch retailers. TV,
1: you can do something else, whatever floats you. Go to. So I think the intention and discipline is key. The other thing is uh, portion sizes, right? You want to make sure that you've prepared enough, and this will come with practice and time by portion sizes once you kind of get into the groove of things is something to ensure that you're making you're having the right portions of everything vegetables but carbs and all that kind of stuff and then the last idea is to have variation in you. and there's so many ideas so many different recipes all over the internet you can take anybody else's ideas or come up with your own idea so yeah i think variation will be key i guess that's uh that's it for today right uh, i think we discussed some good stuff definitely if you can get into meal prepping, it's uh, it's a game changer for students, people who are working full time. And, you know, if you're just conscious about your health and fitness and your time management, I think this is a great way to get some of that time back.
0: Yeah, uh, i agree with that. Hope this discussion was uh, insightful. Uh, this discussion is over, but continue the discussion in comments and email us. Let us know about your experiences or hesitations with uh, meal prepping. Tune in next Friday for our next episode. Take care until then.